0: welcome everybody in the movie guys verse this is jordan here part of movie guys podcast we wanted to say thank you so much for downloading this most recent episode if you don't know what movie guys podcast is we are a new movie review show that is updated weekly you can check us out at movieguyspodcast.com and also movieguyspodcast.podbean.com sit back and enjoy the show Hello everybody and welcome to another awesome episode of movie guys podcast and tonight we're talking about a movie that we have been excited to see since two years ago winter two years ago February of two years ago the final of the trilogy the sequel to split tonight we're talking about glass mm. I am Jordan and I'm joined here with Eric and Ed like always Eric how are you doing tonight
1: I, I'm okay after seeing this movie. Uh, is there going to be more? Like, are we expecting... I sh- shouldn't have said open it with that fucking shit right there, but this is... <laughs> I mean, this is like M. Night comic book verse, right? Like, this is... This is basically just a comic book version of... A, like, a movie comic book. I guess. I'd, I don't know. Help me out. Where am I going with this?
2: Um... I feel like I could be a superhero after this movie. That's just it. If um, you believe
1: enough, you, anyone could be a superhero. And that's just kind of where, where we're at right now.
2: This is kind of, yeah, I, 100% with, with when it comes to hero-type movies. Like, we ended Star Wars with Anybody Can Be a Jedi, and we ended M. Night Shyamalan with Anybody Can Be a Superhero. I kind of feel that both movies were on equal playing field, except I have a little bit less passion about my hate towards this movie. Just just throwing that out there. Ooh, Yeah,
0: no, I mean, like, the hype for this was huge. Uh, We reviewed Split two years ago, February, like I said, in two years ago uh, in the past, and it was just a one-off little movie that we were reviewing. Didn't know much of it. It looked like a nice little independent character piece from M. Night Shyamalan. And the movie ended with David Dunn, Bruce Willis's character, uh, learning about the Beast. So we know there's going to be a sequel. So we've been waiting two years for this. Ed and I have had hundreds of hours of conversations and theories about what this third movie would be over the past two years. And the trailers dropped six months ago. Glass. It looked great. The trailers looked awesome. I was pumped for it. I don't know about you guys. Were you guys pumped when you saw the trailers? Eric? Well,
1: well, yeah, because I don't know what the hell was going on with this whole <laughs> with this whole thing. What do you want to call this thing? That's why I'm struggling with this, is that because it's, it's, I'm not Shyamalan, it's a comic book, it's a movie. We gotta, there's gotta be something that we have to call this. The, we we called it the Shyamalaniverse, right? Is that what that was? Oh.
0: No, actually, there's actually an official title for this. Uh, so keep talking while I tell you what the title is. Go ahead. I,
1: well, it doesn't matter what you say because I still like Shyamalaniverse.
0: Yeah. Nice.
1: I think uh, I dig it. I dig it. 100%. Is there a better way we could phonetically that we could put that into, or should we just run with that? Is that easier to
2: Shamalama Ding Uh all
1: right, Yeah. Well, there you go. Dinner conversation. Maybe, the maybe uh, there.
0: the official title, and this is this is no bullshit. Shyamalan and the producers and the critics and everybody is calling this trilogy. The East Rail 177 Trilogy. That's
2: dumb. That is absolutely terrible.
0: East Rail 177. I'm assuming that is the train that uh, blew up. Yes, it was. So East Rail 177, that's the official title of this trilogy.
2: Man, that's... Which makes sense. Which makes sense because, you know, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, uh, Glass blew up the train. Mr. Glass blew up the train in Unbreakable, which then flushed out uh, David Dunn, but also killed Kevin slash the Beast slash 25 other characters, or however many. Uh, his father, and his father was the only one who loved him, because his dad was a piece of shit. His mom was a piece of shit. mom was a piece of shit. His dad was the only one who loved him. His dad wanted to get him help.
1: Well, uh, right. e- either way, that that name is is lame and I like, um, you gotta have a nice name for it, like Cornetto Trilogy, you know? Oh. Like um, nice. how Edgar Wright has the Cornetto, Cornetto Trilogy, like it's, it works, it's gonna have some buzz, but, but East Rail 177, come on, it's, it's just Yeah. So much, it's, it's, you know, go a little bit, either way, Shyamalanverse.
0: So, for me, um, there are two things that I find interesting about this film. Uh, the first thing is, It's when I was in film school, they were I took a class about movie franchises and the rules from Scream are pretty accurate when it comes to a trilogy. I'm not going to go through all the rules of a trilogy, but uh, in film school, I learned this and Scream 3 pretty much sealed the deal on it. Um, The past will always come back to bite you in the ass. You sure. think you're free from the past? You're not. The past will always come back. If you see a trilogy, that's what happens. Return of the Jedi, Return of the King, uh, Alien 3, Godfather 3, and now Easter 177. The past will come back. So at least this follows the rules of a trilogy. Sure. I just, I just wanted to give that two cents out. At least Shamalama Ding Dong, uh, which I'm going to call him throughout this show, um, too easy too easy, yeah, knows how to do that, and I'll explain to you why I guess we'll get into it right now, so this is a spoiler spoiler filled review um I really hate Shamalama ding dong, and that's why I'm not saying his real name um he he Jeez, man. okay, Shamalama ding dong is in the same ballpark as the girls that have broken my heart in the past. Whoa. Uh, wow. Just, wow. That's... He has literally broken my heart. Um, Unbreakable wasn't great. We had that in a review last week. It wasn't great. There were some special moments, but overall it wasn't that great. It was okay. Split, we all three agreed, was pretty fucking good. James McAvoy was good in it. The camera work was great. Editing was great. Acting was great. Everything was good about Split. Just forget about David Dunn at the end. Just the movie Split was a decent fucking movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It made me fall in love with James McAvoy's character. Uh, His 23 personalities were charming, endearing, engaging. I felt something with that movie. This movie comes along, and I just felt like it, it, it cheated on me. I felt like I walked in and saw it getting fucked by another movie that's better. Holy cow. <laughs> you know what I mean?
2: Like, wow. wow. It, it, this movie has a better job than you and, you know, more it, realistic the prospects the movies, of life.
1: In the movie's defense, um, James McAvoy is phenomenal in this movie. He's
0: uh, not. He's not. What are you, you talking about? I'm the man. way
1: he just is just flicking through the personalities like that, just boom, boom, boom. He's great, man. He's no, always he's not great. He's always in character.
0: He's not great, and I will explain to you why he's not please, great. Please, please do. Because I, I, I love when you and I, Eric, go into a fight. Because I'm used to fighting with Ed all the time and calling him the ring. So you and, I go to, you and I don't get a chance to fight that often. But this is why I say you're wrong. It's because he phoned in the characters. He was introducing characters that we never... Other personalities that we never knew from the previous film. We yeah. knew there were 23 personalities, which was cool. But what was great about Split is that they only focused on six personalities.
1: I think we, we yeah, sure, it focused on. We had seen, I think uh, it was something short of a dozen or something like yeah.
0: that. Yeah, we, we, we focused on that. We got to know who those personalities were. You know, Patricia, Dennis, so on and so forth. In this movie, they flick the lights, and it's he's a personality, we don't know who he is. Flicks the lights, personality he doesn't know, we don't know who he is. And the camera pans away from him a lot. And you don't see him transform into these characters. They just film Sarah Paulson's reactions while he's transforming. And you hear him in the background. And just maybe, maybe not bad acting. Maybe poor directing. Okay. Maybe. Um, maybe. I can
1: meet you halfway there. Sure. sure.
0: Maybe. maybe. I,
1: I. There was a, there were some unnecessary parts in this movie that I don't, understand why, like, the reactionary shots that we saw, one in Sarah Paulson's character right there, too. Uh, just to speed everyone up here, too, I, um, I did enjoy, kind of like this to it made me appreciate a breakable a little bit more, the way that uh, uh, Bruce Willis' character, Dunn, I guess, right, is, is done. kind of on these, going on these walks, and these walks are where he's, like takes advantage of his power, and he walks through and touches people, and I think that that's a pretty dope thing. He's patrolling, you know, kind of uh, on the beat, as it were. Uh, I don't know, like superheroes too. I thought that was a pretty cool thing to do. And then obviously he gives super uh, human power or strength that he can just do whatever the hell he wants there. Um, but they have a moment where he would chase down and found uh, Kevin, and In finding them and them showing off, that's when Sarah Paulson captures them both, right? And then brings them to a psych ward, performs all these tests, and the first intro, or pretty much the first half of this movie is them in the psych ward, and Sarah Paulson's a psychiatric character, or a psychiatrist character, is just analyzing them. They have three days, I have three days to analyze them. And then, I don't know what the hell else, we have no explanation... Of who she is or how she's funded or anything else like that. She's just like, here, I, I can take you. I know all your weaknesses. I'm just going to take everything and we're just going to put you in this thing. That's freaky as shit. Like, if somebody was just like, whoa, 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 wait a minute, you already know everything? Then, like, you know, that, that would throw bullshit. me over a
0: bit there. Bullshit. Bullshit. Ed, you could go ahead and say your piece that, before you want to That's fucking
1: weird shit, though, man.
0: Like, that's Bullshit. Bullshit.
1: Yeah, well, that would bring an alarm for me, at least. So Then, sorry, one more one more part is that while they're in this, uh, there's that one part where the orderly is feeding uh, uh, the beast, or James McAvoy's character, and there's a part where he just kind of stays in the room and he just flicks the light back and on. up till you fucking leave you dumbass! Like, yeah. what the hell are you doing? It, and he it just does it over and over and over and over and over again. And that's the part where you get to see James McAvoy really shine because he's going... In and out of these characters, and he's—you tell it's like that's a lot of work. But again, what the what the hell? What is this guy doing there? Just kind of standing <laughs> and just hypnotized. Dude, get the fuck out of there! Ugh, that that pissed me off for some reason. I was like, this dumbass, just get the food, leave.
2: I think that what you guys are sort of harking on is is is. is... I think Eric's a little bit more right in the sense that it's not bad acting. James McAvoy was really good. He he was he played the exact same part that he did in the in the last movie when everybody kicked, you know kissed his ass. I think that M Night Shyamalan's biggest problem that he's always had is his movies are really fucking boring. Even the really good movies, they're really boring until the few moments that they're not. Um, and I, like, you don't have a problem with the Sixth Sense. You don't have a problem with. Uh, You know the original Unbreakable. You don't have a problem with those things, and it's the same pacing. It's just they're really boring. And he likes to focus on people's reactions, the character's reaction to the moment, as opposed to the moment itself, which is kind of is very against the grain. And I think that's why you guys sort of maybe disagree on you know because Jordan doesn't see that James McAvoy was good because you weren't afforded the ability to see that he was good because. I'm not sure one likes to take that away from you as a, as a fan and as a viewer. So, um,
1: <sighs> how, how, about this? how about this? Because it's easy to, to, to talk about these or talk down to these movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would substitute that, like, so a scene like that that I, that I criticize about, the orderly just going in or the nurse going in there, and um, an obvious setup where the guy was just uh-huh. like, oh, I dropped my syringe. Can you pick it up? Mm-hmm. And the guy played with he's just like, oh, okay, <laughs> you know, and well, what am I supposed to do with it now? Just stand right here? You know, just kind of yeah, so easy. Yeah. If, if that moment was – whoops, hold on. I pushed – I hit a keyboard up in, my, in my anger there. If that moment was supposed to uh, um, show him, James McAvoy, bouncing in and out – of of whatever he's doing out, out of his personalities, there are other ways to do it, I would say. You could have done it in the first part when you first uh, uh, got him in there, or uh, uh, maybe um, that was a good idea when he saw uh, uh, done in the other room and he freaked out that way, and he was trying to, to get out there too. Or maybe have an episode when that girl was visiting him. There are a lot of different ways that you can... Uh, choose to have him highlight this kind of uh, uh, acting moment where he's flipping out between these characters. Even if you're trying mm-hmm. to do it more than once, um, but in that regard too, the movie's goddamn two hours. You could just cut that part out right there, and you <laughs> got like
0: that's there's it. a lot. There's a lot of this movie that can cut out, and I'm going to compare him to a director that I respect, Steven Spielberg. Okay, Spielberg. Not one movie of Spielberg is exactly the same. You know, he does Jurassic Park. He does Schindler's List. Two different fucking movies, you know, Color Purple, blah, blah. The guy knows how to direct different kind of movies. Shyamalan, Ed, you are correct. All the motherfucker Shyamalan Ding Dong knows how to do is tell boring fucking stories. It took me a long time to watch this movie because I went to the theater twice because I fell asleep in the first wow. show. In. Wow. And the reason why that is is because of this. Call me modern. Whatever you want guys want to call me or the audience wants to call me. Okay. But this is the third movie. This is the fucking trilogy. Yeah. You have Samuel fucking Jackson. You have Bruce Willis. And you have James fucking McAvoy and their characters in this trilogy. Go balls out. Shamalama ding-dong. Upset so, over
1: this movie.
0: Of course I am because Split is so good. And then you make a sequel. And you make me wait two years. And then you put a trailer out six months ago. And the trailer shows me that I'm getting a fucking action movie because these three great actors are in this movie playing these fucking three great roles, and they're in a fucking psych ward for the right. f- for an hour and a half. All right.
1: How about this? Let's 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 do this then. If you're gonna talk bad about it, then tell me what you would do instead. What would you have liked to have like seen? To have seen. Instead, Instead of what, of you, what, you, you, what you got here, you Because got. It got, what we got was basically, um, well, kind of a standoff, right? We Basically uh, just a, a kind of a, I don't know, a royale moment at the end,
2: right? Nakamura Hotel or whatever the hell it's called from Die Hard. What? Nakatomi. Yeah, what? Well, I, I thought that I w- when I first saw the, the towers that they had said, I, mis- I misunderstood. I thought it was an actual Nakatomi Towers.
0: Yeah. What I would like to have seen, if I had the privilege to write the script, I would have the movie open up with the Beast kidnapping the uh, cheerleaders. That makes sense, because he's sacrificing the imperfect. Okay, that makes sense. That's what his character was. Have Bruce Willis find the Beast, have a fight, right? Then the Beast loses, And then the Beast finds, I'm sorry, Mr. Glass finds the Beast just like he finds David Dunn from the issue in the first movie. He finds him, brings him back to health, nurses him, and says, we're going to join forces to kill David Dunn. They eventually, shit ensues in between in the middle. The climax of the movie is it's the two against David Dunn. David Dunn dies. At the end of the movie, the Beast and Glass think they win. But wait a minute. There's a twist. Always, yes. Bruce Willis's son shows up and he has the same exact... What the fuck's that noise?
2: Sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
0: David, uh, David Dunn dies and his son shows up and in a bit of rage, crying over his father's body, he is the new Overseer and takes down both Glass and the Beast.
2: What a stupid name, by the way, the Overseer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm just upset. Also,
1: Israel 117.
2: Yeah. It's just,
0: that's how I would have done it. It's not perfect. That's me literally pulling what your question was out of my ass, Eric. Okay. Yeah. But no, no, that, no, I, in I, my opinion, be was better. Yeah, it's just this is the third movie, Shamalama Ding Dong. You have the three greatest actors you can have together in this. Yeah. Fucking go balls out! Don't I, sit there like Ed said for an hour and a half in a psych ward.
2: What yeah. the fuck is wrong
0: uh, with you?
1: I, I okay, so I didn't at first. I was on board with the psych ward thing because you have a lot of potential there for character development. You have a lot of potential. For some background, for some origin shit, you got uh, a, a lot, a, 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 your moment right there to give answers for some questions that people have been asking for many, many years. And it kind of fell short. Actually, yeah. it, fell, it, it didn't kind of, it did. It very very much fell
0: Hardcore. Off.
1: And uh, it gave us a little bit more questions. What seems to be popular in this goddamn 2019 is to watch something that gives you more questions than it does answers. And uh, I hope it's not a trend. But the other part is that uh, M Knight also decides that what's better than one twist is not two twists, but three twists in this movie, right? So that's basically what, yeah. what's he's just going to go not not once. But he's going to do the, the triple double. Almost is that what that kind of is?
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Am, talk- I, am I the only one? By the way, when we're if we're starting to talk about these twists now, am I the only one? Out of the three of us, I know I can't be the only one in the world that called Sarah Paulson from the first moment she was in the movie. Like uh, I didn't say on, that she was going to be let's, like a secret agent Shamrock tattooed lady.
1: Let's let's. I mean, because the psych war, basically, you said is the, is the first half of the movie, and you have like these moments where there's these characters coming in and out, and it's really just interaction for for no reason, and it's it's just very like curious as to why. Everything is is why is it like that? It seems like it's very laissez faire this goddamn hospital here. It looks legit, but it looks like you're just running. It looks like it's just you four in this goddamn hospital here. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that that a lot of questions there. And then uh, I, don't, I don't know. Did that girl uh, when she got off the bus? Did she have to walk? Like, <laughs> do they have a <laughs> shuttle service? I, was, I, was, I don't know
2: straight, straight to the loony but it, the, it it, it Rose, runs all day you know like, the, one, the one Uber's a wonderful thing.
0: The one positive thing that I can say about the movie is they have David Dunn and the Beast, and they have glass in their separate rooms, and each room is connected to their weakness. Mm-hmm. so if so David Dunn's, the overseer's weakness is water. And and his room is connected to this huge water tank. And if he fucks around and tries to be a dickhead, they start to flood the room so he gets weak. I like that. That's a good idea. Yeah. I think that's really clever. Uh, The Beast, they figured out that you can have these different big, huge lights flicker on and off. And that transforms him from the Beast to another personality. You make them flip for
1: personalities real quick.
0: Uh, Mr. Glass is very dangerous, so they have him drugged, and they have him in a padded cell. Great. I, it's just, that's very interesting. Uh, but that's all I got for the positives. Guys, I've never fallen asleep in a movie theater before, and I fell asleep in this movie theater, guys. Oh, I, I, you, that, oh, now you know how I feel
2: watching Blade Runner. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you.
0: <laughs>
1: it, this... Uh, I can see where that uh, – yeah, I can, I, I can see where that goes. And it doesn't seem like – it seems like at the end, I, I guess because they're so goddamn far up, they're like a mile up the road on their own little property. I guess that explains why they're able to just have this whatever interaction in front of the uh, the hospital there. But um, aside from that, you you have scheming old Mr. Glass over here uh uh plotting away uh the entire time and it was revealed that you had, you had said right Jordan that uh that this whole time he's planning to do more terrorism <laughs> stuff like he just dude just wants to keep on blowing shit up.
0: He's a yeah, yeah. Mr. Glass wants to blow up a building. Uh he's not blowing up this building, but just for the sake of Ed, he's gonna blow up the Nakajomi Plaza yeah. in Philadelphia. Uh so he can show the world that superheroes exist.
1: Yep because they've been uh hidden for too long and the best way is the biggest firework.
0: Yeah. That's I mean, ridiculous.
2: I continue to respect the design of of Mr. Glass's character. I will tell you that. I think you know he he has this his was so sweet. His, yeah, and he's got his he's got his belief that comic books aren't fantasy. They're a retelling of things that have already happened. And which is kind of a cool thing as a as a comic book lover, you know. People in the movie guys first understand, you know, my my love of comic books. I, I, I wish that were real. I wish that existed. But you know, at the same time, that's one of the other few bright takeaways of this movie is you know, and it's called Mr. It's called Glass, right? I mean, I get Unbreakable was about done, you know, overseer. I get Split was about Kevin and the Beast. And so, you, you know, you've got the third movie being Glass, but Mr. Glass is drugged for the first quarter of the movie. And then, okay, so the twist is about him. The twisted twist, untwist, you know, Sierra Mist twist is about him. Wonderful.
1: He's not on, he's not on camera until, like, the 40 minutes in or something like that.
2: Yeah, and he's drugged, and he's like, you know, just making this drugged up sort of crazy, you know, one flew over to Cuckoo's next face
0: okay yeah. So no I, 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 it, yeah yeah and you're right, it's very, see that's my point acting it's disappointing disappointing that's just what it is it's well, it's it's sad
1: it's it's like you know hes he's trying to make an ending for probably something he didn't originally have the end for because and um, you, and he,
2: he, he things went things on a suicide mission, they say yeah. that <laughs> they knew they knew he knew what was gonna happen, he planned it,
0: yeah,
1: exactly, so. Hey, we have an opening for, for for more here, so you might get... It would have to be three more movies, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's talk about that. Let's, okay. let's talk about that.
1: Okay, let's... Let,
0: let's talk about that, fellas!
1: <laughs> okay, let's talk
0: about it. <laughs> Shamalama ding-dong... Adding said, to the verse ...said in an interview that Corrective. I read the past couple of days... Depending on how the box office successes with this movie, he will start to write a new trilogy oh. following three new superheroes. Oh, Jesus. So I'm saying it. I'm saying it because the great thing about Movie Guys Podcast, and these two guys know I'm angry, and you, the people, know that I'm angry. Um. So the great thing about movies, about, about movie guys podcast, is that we're uncensored and we can say what we feel about a movie because we're passionate and we're drunk. Yeah. Um, if you ever make another fucking movie, Shamalama Ding Dong, I will just fucking shit on you. Oh. Wow. Wow. You are terrible. You are a terrible writer. You are a terrible filmmaker. You don't know where to place the camera. You don't know the talent that you fucking have.
1: You're saying a lot. You're saying a lot.
0: You don't. He doesn't. You don't know the talent. You have Samuel L. Jackson, Bruce fucking Willis, and James McAvoy. You don't know the fucking Paulson. talent. And Sarah Paulson. Four. You don't know the fucking talent that you have, and you pissed off a fan. Hard fucking core. Because I loved you, Shyamalan Dingong, when you first came out with Six Sense on Unbreakable. Great fucking films. You pissed it away. You wanted to be artistic. Then you came back and you did Visit. Okay movie, not great. You came back and you did Split. I will suck in your dick. Guess what? You ain't putting it in, motherfucker. It <laughs> Fuck you. Shout I out, hate uh, it.
1: Okay.
0: Hate. Good. No, yeah, I hate it. No, yeah. Shout I'm out steady. to
1: Anya uh, Taylor-Joy.
0: Um, yes, I love Anya Taylor-Joy.
1: She was also one of the homeless.
0: I mean, like I, I feel the way that Ed does for Last Jedi. I do. Like I really fucking love Split, and it just this is pissed on it. So I'm gonna shut up for a minute and drink my I, whiskey. Well,
2: I will say this to on your point, Jordan. I think that M Night Shyamalan's creative juices are drained. They're gone. He he's he's tried to do too much. Unbreakable was 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 a, was a fresh story. Um. Sixth Sense, fresh story, signs, fresh stories. You guys shit on the village and lady in the water, but they were fresh stories. Yeah. After that, after that, you know, split was a was a unique story. He's got nothing left. Like he has he's literally got nothing left. Like there's no there's no more in the tank. It's like it's like when when Brett Favre tried to come back for that one extra season with the Jets. With the Jets, Jordan, not the Packers. With the Jets, Vikings, and well, he was good with the Vikings and beat the Packers a couple of times. I I thoroughly enjoyed watching that. But it's like when he was with you know you know all these you know all great athletes, or when Michael Jordan came back that one extra year with uh, with the Wizards. Oh yeah, you know it's like you've got you were great once. You've got nothing left in the tank. You're just ruining your legacy.
0: So let's talk about the ending here. Let's talk about the twist before we get into a popcorn rating. Right.
1: Right. The hate is so goddamn real. And no,
0: like, no, the fucking hate is pure, Eric. This is the most pure you're going to get It sure out of is, here, right? dude.
1: I'm not even going to challenge that hate. I, I, it's one of those where I hope that, if anything, if he is completely out, out of steam or anything, I hope that this is something that he's just got in the baby. He's like, yeah, I can just watch superheroes all day. Like, I, I, maybe that's something that's just like, yeah, e- that comes easier to to him because these concepts are not bad concepts. It's right. just that, just like you had said, I, uh the direction is probably uh, not for you. You know, I guess uh, not your not in your taste. How about that to be polite and PC? It's trash, right? Like, it's so much goddamn filler that's just uh, that's just completely unnecessary. It doesn't. It, it doesn't go like where it needs to to fucking go. I, where where am I supposed to look, and Yeah, I know that you want me to look over here so that you can make it a twist, and I can look over here. But it's just like you can. This was so far off. Uh, it it. I had a lot of those moments in this movie yeah. where I was just like, "It this was just not needed. You could have you could have trimmed a lot of this. So maybe it's the editing. Maybe he's the guy, if I a goddamn fire is fucking editor.
0: Maybe." I, and I will go on your, I will go on you here, Eric. Before we get into our uh, final twist endings, before we go into our parkour but there was uh, there was an article uh, about M Night Shyamalan when he came out with the Sixth Sense, and people compared him uh, to <coughs> the, the new Albert Hitchcock.
1: Um,
0: and also, people compared that to him, I think, because he's always in his movies. Um, like, like, you know, Hitchcock was. Yeah. So to go on your point about being a bad director, and again, before we get into the twist and the popcorn rings, um, he doesn't put himself in this movie. He puts himself in the movie for five fucking minutes in the goddamn fucking done security office talking to his fucking son (laughs) and the camera never changes a fucking angle. The camera never fucking cuts. There's no fucking any fucking angles at all. He just wants to put the camera on him with his fucking hair and go, Hey, look at me. I'm Shummo. I'm a ding dong. I'm making glass.
2: I'm I'm
0: in this movie. I'm in this fucking movie. Thank you. you you Take a walk, man.
2: It's not that big of a deal.
0: Thank you. Jason Blum from Blumhouse Productions who makes shit movies anyway. Thank you for funding this movie. I appreciate it. So let's get into the fucking twist. So the first twist we find out is what Ed spoiled in the beginning of the episode is that the reason why that Kevin has the twenty three or twenty four personalities is because his dad was a very awesome guy, as far as we know, and his mom was physically and emotionally abusive. And his dad was a passenger in the train that David Dunn, Bruce Willis's character, was on when Samuel Jackson blew it up in Unbreakable. So therefore he created those personalities to protect Kevin. Eric, I'm gonna go with you first. How do you feel about that? To be connected.
1: It- in, um, listen, I, I'm i not writing that one off. That's actually a pretty unique one because it plays to, well, what's the movie called, boys? Glass, right? It plays to, to his villainous characters, that his, his actions have rippled down so that it, it has created, I guess, two of these fucking things. Well, possibly. Yes, no, it has created two of these fucking things. Yeah. So uh, it, it kind of goes to show how an action can create superheroes. And this is a curious thing of of where I would like to, to kind of see in, in the shyamalan verse. I'm sticking with it, and I really would hope that And when you talk about this next twist if they go a little bit more into that too, because this will obviously help amplify this. There's, there's got to be a way. There's got to be a, a way that uh, you can activate your X-gene, as it were. Your
0: M-gene. The second twist is David Dunn, Glass, and the Beast, Kevin, all die. Ed, I know that you kind of really like David Dunn in Unbreakable. Ed, how do you feel about the three characters dying in this movie
2: at the end? Um, well, I didn't have a problem with either with neither Glass nor the Beast's death. That's kind of par for the course for a superhero story, right? True. Bad guys, the bad guys lose. Sure, and I understand killing David Dunn, but the way they did it was like they were drowning him in a puddle, and Sarah Paulson comes up, and this is when she reveals herself as like, take my hand here, and then we see that she is not necessarily the leader, but at least the, the 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 communications director for for this secret Shamrock Society, but how do you Uh, feel
0: about the deaths? How do you? Well, but I'm I'm getting
2: there. I'm getting there. Like they really made fucking David Dunn give him a pussy death. I mean, they it's it's a terrible death, and they're trying and they give you the twist. The the you know they give you this next twist. During his death, and they do it in a shitty way. It's like when villains come out and give you the, like in a, in a James Bond movie, when James Bond's villain explains yeah. how, what he did, why he did, and how he did it. All the while, James Bond is on, is on, is on a. Is on a, 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 a Conveyor belt with a laser pointing right to his crotch. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, while the villain is telling his story, James Bond's like, "Oh wait, I figured my way out of here." Like I, I kind of expected that to happen. I was disappointed that it didn't happen, but that's exactly that was that was exactly what we got was that sort of speech. Okay. All right. right, right and, and
0: Eric, how do you feel about the last twist where we find out that Sarah Polson I say Illuminati because that's what the description of Wikipedia says. That she's a part of this Illuminati group that knows superheroes exist, and their job is to exterminate them. How do you feel about that, Eric?
1: What the fuck, dude? Like, I feel like again, you just, you just like, I I don't know what else to do. I feel like I need to do another twist because people won't expect that other twist, and I'm just gonna, I, I don't know. I feel like you pulled it out of a hat, like. Yeah. That's kind of what it is. I, like they workshopped a bunch of ideas, threw it in a hat, and then a dart at it, and just like, yeah, let's go with this one. It's not going to matter. And no, it's not. It I I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of of this whole secret organization of superhero exterminators. There's a Legion of Doom that's just going around in in uh, like. Again, I have so many more questions. So many more goddamn questions. So hopefully right. I'll make a three more movies and I'll get some goddamn answers. But I have a feeling that I'm just going to be disappointed. And, I'm, and it, that just is, is what it is. What other superpower would you come up with? Like, I, how hard was it for, to, to make these? And also, Glass doesn't really have one. He's just super smart and knows how to – he's just a really good terrorist. That's his
0: power. <laughs> yeah. But I already seen a really good terrorist and that was character Troy and face off Nicholas Cage anyway.
2: Well and, and 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 on that point, like if you're gonna create this well okay, well we'll just use your words, Jordan, this Illuminati style group, and you you reveal the, the the twist isn't that you reveal it at the end because that's fucking obvious. The twist is that you reveal it at the beginning of the movie and she manipulates the situation and you're watching her manipulate the situation and then there's some evil mastermind genius in the background, and he becomes the supervillain. Yeah. That's the twist. Like, this isn't a twist. This is an uh-huh. obvious plot point. That if you've ever seen any movie ever, you under you know what's about to happen.
0: Well, can I say my one point before I get into our popcorn ratings? And my one point sure. is this. what I really feel what happened. This is my opinion. This is not facts that I find on the Internet. This is my opinion. What I felt happened was... Shamalama Ding Dong did Unbreakable. It was a modest success. He's tried over the past 10 plus years to do a sequel with Bruce Willis. Willis said no. We've already established that in our last episode. He does split. Has Bruce Willis in it for a second. Becomes a huge success. And then he says, we got to do a third movie. And Willis and Jackson said, fuck you. I mean... We'll, we'll do it, but we've got to die because we don't want to be a part of this.
2: Sam I, Jackson I, will do any movie you ask him to do. We don't want to do a Marvel. movie. That no. dude just wants to work.
0: I was watching Willis's performance, and I was watching Jackson's performance. Let's just put McAvoy aside for a second. Those two were there for a check, period. I have seen Bruce Willis act really fucking great. And I've seen you know, Samuel Jackson act fucking great. They were there for a fucking check. And it their, breaks their my characters heart.
1: characters are lame. Yeah. They act really yes. well, lame characters.
0: Yes. So uh, since uh, your characters yeah. are lame, third movie. Balls out. So okay, let's. We've talked long enough. Let's go on characters box. with their with their actual balls out. would that, have this is balls out, man. Just this, we this, wait.
2: This we, for, we forgot the third twist, and that was that Mr. Glass the whole time had everything planned, and he hacked into the computers oh, yeah, and listen. and posted the posted the videos on Facebook or YouTube or wherever. We we forgot about that that third twist. Yes, and the movie ends with. The three tied in characters, meaning David Dunn's son, Mister Glass's mom, and the girl that was almost raped from Split is is all of a sudden Kevin's tie. She has a, right? a
1: bit of a uh, um, Stockholm syndrome there. Oh yeah,
2: yeah, nice. yeah That's a great point. Yeah. And you know they're sitting there in the in the train station with getting a cup of coffee and. We're like, well, you're about to watch this. It's really about to happen now. Watch how social media is the greatest thing in the world. And
0: so there it is. exactly like,
2: what, what he said. That's what Samuel L.
0: Jackson said. Yes.
2: Yeah, and then you they just you just had all these people watching these these videos of all these of, of all these superheroes. And there were even like cool superheroes. Like one had super strength and couldn't be injured, except you know, in a puddle of water. Yeah. The other one. Couldn't do anything. Like, he couldn't walk. Oh, he would break his bones. He was just really smart. And then the other guy had split personality disorder.
0: Can I say that real quick? God damn it. Why in the fuck would you... Fuck? Cut that fucking shit out. Why in the hell uh, would you as a director decide to show us a scene of Mr. Glass is a fucking kid on a fucking a wheel breaking his fucking arm? We already fucking know! <laughs> this is the third fucking movie! <laughs>
1: Yeah,
0: Jesus Christ!
1: Could have done a lot. Well, all right. Well, I guess. A popcorn uh, rating. Okay, popcorn rating. Yeah,
0: popcorn rating here. And we always go with you first. What is your popcorn rating for
2: Glass? The hype is a large bag. They hype. They hype this movie to the point to get a large bag. The application and the reality is this is a small bag of popcorn. Oh, a small pack. I We've hit on every reason why. M. Night Shyamalan is a very boring director who has done great things in the past and has had hints of brilliance every once in a while. And I do enjoy his movies for the most part. But this is literally, like, one of the worst. The Happening is the absolute worst. Hands down. The Happening is the worst movie I've ever seen in the history of movies. <laughs> this... Is it the worst movie I've ever seen, but I think it's only because I was tied to the characters. If I hadn't seen either of the original two movies, I would have I would have put this on that playing field.
0: Wow, small bag from Ed Eric. What will be your popcorn rating for glass? You know, uh,
1: lucky for this movie is that I watched Mortal Engines a little bit too, and that movie was fucking horrible. So this movie, in comparison, did a little bit better. Uh, visually, by the way, Mortal Engines looked really good, but the everyone everything else was just fucking horrible. Anyway, uh, this movie was a small bag, I guess at best. It, I, I say that just because I really, I really kind of. I'm curious about the concept. It's like I don't know. You ever see something? Like, okay, you know what? I'm a Detroit Lions fan. You ever see like something with so much talent? And you're just like, oh, you could do so much more, but you just constantly fail.
0: You yeah, know what I like mean? yeah, 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 yeah. And like that's what Brown. I
1: feel like when, when I, I got the story and then we introduced like what world, what what versus this is. And I feel like okay, there's there's a lot here. There's a really a lot here and you're just like you say you're not going balls out you're you're not really giving it a a, a good push a, more imagination more uh you know something that's uh, more pepper dude it's missing but uh, that's just basically what it is i and whatever it's missing, you fill it with just nonsense i how about that so a
0: small bag from Ed and a small bag from Eric. So if, if I, I will, to be
1: honest, if this movie is one of those where I wouldn't even give it a small bag, I just have like
0: some. So no uh, bags. So I no know, bags. i would bring popcorn. some
1: raisin nets or something, you know. But like, well, where
0: are
2: you, you going to give it though?
0: I mean, uh, officially I for, for a, the small, site for so people small know. Bag, small bags. Small bags. Bag, small bags. Bag. Yeah.
2: Because.
0: Okay. Just, All right. um right. I'm going to do something that I don't know how to do, and I'm not going to swear. Um, my heart's broken. Um. There is a scene in Split that I watch on YouTube constantly. And it's the scene where the therapist is talking to um, Barry in Split. And the camera always is on James McAvoy. It doesn't turn away. And when she keeps on pressuring him to reveal himself as Dennis, you see James McAvoy act. And you see him cry like a tear running down his face that he doesn't want to reveal that he's Dennis. And it breaks your heart and it's endearing and it's charming and it's all these feelings mixed in. And that's what made me fall in love with Split because of James McAvoy's acting. Just knowing that it was a sequel to Unbreakable got me even more excited to see what was going to happen. The Beast versus Bruce Willis? James McAvoy versus Bruce Willis. I never thought I would see this. Let's. Oh my God! I want to see this fucking movie. So, I was hyped. I was hyped for two years to see this movie, and um, it disappointed me all throughout. I really hope that Shyamalan Ding Dong does not make another movie. He is a terrible, terrible director. He doesn't know how to make a movie. He does not know. I have seen I have seen college film students make a better movie than him. He's terrible. And I do not respect him. I I did, but not anymore. So uh bad acting, bad directing, bad story. Let's see what happens for the rest of two thousand nineteen. But right now I'm saying at first this is the worst movie of twenty nineteen that we're gonna review. So we'll see. Wow. Uh, we'll see. I could be wrong. We'll see. That's my two cents. You've only
2: got 12 more months to, to, to be proven wrong.
0: I do, and for the record, it's a no-bag. This movie's terrible. No bag of popcorn. Don't waste your time. Just watch Split, and you'll be happy. So we hope everybody here is listening to the Movie Guys Verse that is happy with our show. We want you to check us out at movieguyspodcast.com and com. And you can download our episodes on iTunes, on iHeartRadio, and on Spotify. Just search for Movie Guys Podcast. We'll be back next week. If you go to MovieGuysPodcast.com right now and you click on the right side of the page, you will see a tag that says Our Upcoming Schedule. You'll be able to click on that and see everything that's coming up from now until the beginning of March. So we have everything lined up for February and March. So make sure to check that out at MovieGuysPodcast.com because next week we are coming back with a Netflix film called IO or IO or...
2: I.O.
0: Yeah. I.O. So I.O. will be our film next week to review. So we're excited to talk about that with everybody here. So thank you so much, Eric and Ed, for joining me. And we'll be back next week for another awesome Review of Movie Guys podcast. Have a good night.